I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here, hope you're well. Now I know you've had enough talk of COVID constantly for the last while, but how could cannabis play a role in one, preventing you from getting COVID, maybe preventing you from getting sick, uh, and other interesting things now. So we came across an article during the week of a, a research paper that where people were looking into the impact that certain strains of cannabis and something within cannabis might have on the disease. Very exciting news, I think you'll agree. But anyway, joining us now from the University of Lethbridge is Professor uh, Igor Kovalchuk. Did we get that right, sir? That's right. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. Thanks a million for popping on. Yeah, thanks so much for taking our call. Um, this is obviously really interesting uh, research that has come out, but what can you what can you tell us that you found? Right. So uh, first of all, uh, just to explain that this wasn't research that was spontaneous and short because COVID started. We have worked on cannabis for the past five years and uh, we have generated uh, well over 1,500 hybrids uh, of hemp, marijuana, you name it. And then we just started analyzing the effect of full flower extracts from those hybrids and um, analyzed to date around 500 of them. So before COVID started, we already had a pre-selected several dozen, so let's say about 40 varieties uh, with strong anti-inflammatory properties. And because the uh, virus infection causes inflammation, so therefore we hypothesized that this variety Varieties would, would help, right? And so we, we tested uh, their capacity to reduce inflammation, and we indeed found several strains, uh, five or six, uh, with very strong uh, properties against key inflammatory molecules in this disease, uh, so TNF and interleukins. Therefore, we believe that these strains would uh, significantly reduce the symptoms and likely prevent uh, side effects and development more uh, severe problems with lungs. And, and then we also uh, hypothesized, well, uh, let's check how the virus enters uh, into the cell. And um, viruses are very specific passages. So they infect specific type of cells depending on uh, surface of the uh, cell, so so-called receptor. So if the virus cannot interact with the receptor, it cannot infect that cell. Right? So that means that the level of expression of this receptor uh, identifies how infectable this cell is. So I'll give you an example. So imagine you have a, a, a club that uh, people want to enter, and there are a uh, hundred doors to this club, and there is a 10,000 people out, outside. And then they start entering at a time. So they are given one minute. So in one minute, let's say 900 people enter, a hundred will be let's say, <laughs> eliminated by zombies, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm just simplifying it. But imagine you close 90% of the doors. Mm. That means that 
likely 900 out of 1,000 will be remain outdoor and be eaten. And that's what works with viruses in our immune system. If the virus cannot quickly uh, enter a cell, it is dead. It will be targeted by immune system. So what do we show that our strains, several of them, significantly reduce the expression of so-called gateway ACE2 receptors. So they are basically shutting the doors to the virus. And that's why we hypothesize that using the uh, extracts from those strains uh, would prevent being infected, or if you are infected, would prevent developing uh, symptoms because when the virus enters the cell, it replicates, then gets out and has to infect other cells. Only if many cells simultaneously are infected, you will get symptoms, hmm. right? So, and if you can prevent this, first, it may prevent getting infected and prevent making uh, or uh, showing symptoms. Cool. So I know this is going to be a much easier sell for a lot of people than a vaccine if you tell them, hey, just go roll a joint and you'll be absolutely fine. But I presume you're not talking about smoking it and, and, and smoking regular cannabis. That's not supposed to clarify. Like, how would you imagine this being administered in the future? Right. Actually, it's an excellent question. Uh, let's put it this way. We do not know whether smoking a joint would have the same effect or not. We assume that there will be effect, especially if the joint is based on the strains that we have tested, right? So remember, we started with 500, narrowed mm. them down to 40. And out of this 40, we took best 15 or so. And out of them, only seven or eight had strong potential, right? So that means not any uh, regular cannabis would, would do the job. So you need a specific strain. But uh, you're right. So I believe that medicinal approach to it would be administration either topical or systemic. Topical would be, uh, let's say, mouthwash and nasal spray. That's an easiest protection. Mouthwash and gurgle. What it does, it basically covers all your immune organs in your throat with, uh, with protecting extract and washes away any residual uh, or possible viral particles. Right. You can also use an inhaler or nebulizer, right? So uh, if it will protect your lungs as well. Gel caps and oil will protect your intestine. And for systemic approach, you can also use a dermal patch, um, even suppository. So imagine if uh, there is more severe patients that are intubated. You only can administer systemic, systemic eyes intravenously. Or you can use a patch or suppositorium. So it, I believe it will work as great. And then just, just on that as well, I know some people are going to notice, let's say they did have your strain that seems to be effective. Would smoking it confer any benefit? Again, we did not study that, but I believe it will, right? So uh, why? Because it provides you a very quick uh, intake and it covers large area of your lungs. So... Um, because a nebulizer uh, and inhaler may be more difficult to get your hands on, right? So, mm. and especially uh, that most of them are pre-packed sort of with the specific strains. So smoking, I believe, would have certain, uh, certain positive effect as well. And have you noticed that it's better for a younger person? Like they're more accepting of it, their bodies are kind of stronger maybe, or, you know, have you tried this on older people who might be more likely to, to get sick and die from this? Right, it's a great question. Well, first of all, just not to mislead anyone, we have not done studies on live human subjects. Let's put it this way. We've, uh, the study was based on human cells and human tissues. So basically, 
there are companies that are able to use donor cells mm. and they can create engineered 3D tissues. So they just layer cells exactly how they, they are in your oral cavity, in your lungs and, and, and whatnot. Right now in the US, we're going through the uh, clinical study where we're studying the effect of the mouthwash and gurgle uh, with our strain. Uh, I do not have the results of the study yet. Uh, it's almost done, but we did not uncover uh, placebo versus the treatment yet. So uh, I cannot report you whether there is a difference, uh, age-dependent difference or not. But in general, you know that ACE2, uh, the COVID-19 is more severe in older uh, populations. So uh, there are many factors. Uh, one of them is probably different expression of the receptors a stronger, more versatile immune system, healthier cells, and, and so on and so forth. If uh, you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Professor Igor Kovalchuk, who's working with different strains of cannabis to see how they might impact and prevent you from getting uh, coronavirus and could prevent you from getting sick as well. Very, very exciting. Um, like, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, I don't know who would have the, the ownership or the IP on this particular strain. Like, if this wound up working, is this your strain and could you sell this all over the world and are you going to become a billionaire off the back of this? <laughs> so this the strains belong to, uh, uh, these strains belong to two companies, uh, PassoRx and Swish. Yes, I uh, probably should have dis put a disclaimer in the beginning. I am partial owner in both companies as well. And um, these strains, uh, the thing is, I could start selling it right away. But in order to make any claims, you have to do either clinical study or clinical trial. A clinical study is a study that allows you to put claims and sell this product as a natural product or over-the-counter mm. versus clinical trial is a way that uh, allows you to register this as a drug, right? It's, it's brilliant. I just think it, the potential here now, obviously marijuana and cannabis is still illegal in this country. So if you're listening, don't do drugs. You will get pregnant and you will die. All right. But if any of our government officials uh, are listening, there now seems to be uh, just another approach. As I said, we've gone mad for various different vaccinations, but it, oh God, the cell, if you turned around to someone and we we're able to sell, if you you know smoke this joint, you're going to confer some level of protection and potential um, prevention of, of getting COVID. So it is really huge. Was there any potential negative side effects that you've encountered while looking at it? Again, a very interesting question. So if you look at all cannabis that we have studied, and uh, we've done studies on inflammation, on cancer, on skin diseases, uh, on skin rejuvenation, oral health, intestinal health, like massive. And we always find cultivars that do opposite from what we want. So that means like if we study the effect on intestine, uh, certain strains would show negative effects, yeah. certain would show positive effects. So all in all, we always find strains that are very good for specific conditions. Right. So again, cannabis is not generic. And if you really want to use it for medicinal purposes, if you have chronic ailment, you have to know what you're doing. So either you get the strain that was uh, shown uh, uh, scientifically to work, or um, if you're legally allowed, you should experiment. A lot of patients do experiment. They just buy different strains, different oils until they get one that works uh, for them. Unfortunately, without uh, clear medicinal uh, studies for each condition out there. That's the only way, uh, trial and error. And is there anything else interesting that you found in your in your study? Uh, yeah, so um, we're now preparing for publication, but we found that among strains that would have nearly identical cannabinoid profile, uh, the strains with certain unique pattern of terpenes would be much, much more efficient. 
Uh, in fact, there are cases where restraint was restraints with the same cannabinoid profile. One is completely inactive and one is active through the roof, right? So uh, that basically speaks about the so-called entourage effect, where there are modulating effects of minor cannabinoids and terpenes on certain medicinal properties. And that's why cannabis is not generic. Yeah, so I said it's not just one size fits all. There's, there's huge different variants within it. And again, if you're going to venture down that alley, one, don't, because it's illegal over here. But who knows in the future, if we ever start waking up to the potential benefits that uh, CBD oils and various different strains of cannabis confer, because you've been doing a lot of research as well, maybe just briefly chatting about its impact on cannabis and other diseases. Like what, what benefits are you seeing or have you seen before with cannabis and cancers and different diseases? You'd be surprised how many and how enormous they are. So uh, on cancer alone, we have uh, studied um, over two dozens of uh, different cancers from intestine, colon to brain cancer, let's say. And as I said, we always identify strains that are extremely potent and sometimes uh, rival the blockbuster drugs out there. Um, unfortunately, the way the, the uh, registrations for drugs work, it would be five to 10 years before uh, any cannabis-based drug is approved for primary cancer treatment. Therefore, on cancer, we focus on the secondary approach, right? So uh, that is a support therapy, right? So that enhance uh, the chemotherapy effect, that reduces side effects, right? So because it allows patients to eat better, to sleep better, to have less pain. And for all of this, cannabis is very good. It's backed up by a lot of uh, literature. Right. On other, uh, we were surprised in the fact because we were uh, studying the effect on psoriasis and, and eczema, right? So we have a patent uh, on that. And we identified uh, strains that substantially reduce the proliferative growth, right, that psoriasis is associated with. But we also found strains that actually improve the collagen production, improve health of keratinocytes. And we said, wait a moment, these strains may not be good for psoriasis, but they may be good for skin rejuvenation. And so uh, we have, again, filed a patent and uh, talking to the companies now that work in aging and skin rejuvenation because those strains make your uh, cells of skin cells healthier. And so would it be a good idea? Obviously, we can't do it here. We don't have it here. But a good idea to incorporate this into your lifestyle, you know, taking a little bit every day to prevent maybe an illness down the line. Absolutely. So I am a big believer and promoter of daily use uh, of uh, cannabis in different forms for one specific reason that we have co-evolved co with cannabis for the past, let's say, 100,000 years. So there are documented evidences that we knew what cannabis does for as long as we sort of remember ourselves. And because of that, and in parallel with that, we have our endocannabinoid system. So basically, it's a system of the control of homeostasis. A homeostasis is basically how balanced and how healthy the body is. So whatever stimulus you get that forces any system up or down, homeostasis is supposed to bring it back. Mm. And that's exactly what endocannabinoids do. But with uh, age or chronic or acute conditions, this homeostasis system is disbalanced. And simply when you consume cannabis, it balances. If your homeostasis system is balanced, phytocannabinoids will not do harm, will not influence anything. They will they just make sure that you function to the best of the capacity. Therefore, yes, daily use uh, at the lower doses, uh, uh, something like 20, 50 milligrams CBD 
uh, are, are strongly recommended. Oh yeah, our legal recommendation again is if you're listening is you'll go to prison if you touch any of this. All right, that is the legal information, drugs.ie. But listen, Professor, it's really, really fascinating research. Um, uh, and then before we let you go, I just, you know, if you're looking at marketing this in the future, I just came up with two quick taglines that might be able to help, especially for the COVID approach. You know, you could go um, using cannabis for COVID, it's a joint approach, which might work. But then a slightly better one could be like, you could weed COVID out of your life for good and then just, you know, put that on the front of a, uh, the side of a joint or on a packet or whatever it is. But listen, uh, Professor Igor Kovalchuk, I know there's going to be a lot more research coming out over the next few years looking into the impact cannabis has on preventing you from getting sick from COVID and preventing different illnesses arising. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm sure we'll talk again. And thanks for popping on FM104. Absolutely. I'll just use your second approach and shorten it and they will call it weed it out. There we go. I think so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.